Blog Talk Radio.
and welcome to the Soul Cafe. This is your host, Minister Tina, and tonight we are going to be discussing breaking free from generational curses. Um, Before we get into our topic, I want to thank everyone for listening, and I want to thank everyone for, I want to thank Winfrey Burns and Candace Payne for the opportunity, and I'm welcoming you into the Soul Cafe because this is a place where you can let your hair down. This is a place where we can talk about issues that concern us, and we can talk about issues that concern us, uh, matters of the heart, and also the issues that um, the things that we most of the time that affect us in our spiritual walk that we don't normally want to talk about, or the things that they kind of get swept under the rug and we don't always get to address. So that's one reason for the Soul Cafe, and it's also to bring healing to the mind, the body, the soul, and the spirit. So I just want to, um, I'm just um, giving that introduction and, and just welcoming you, welcoming you to the Soul Cafe. I will be joined by my lovely co-host, Mrs. Tamara Sinclair, and um, I'm going to bring her in now. Good evening, Tamara. How are you? Good evening, Tina. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, that's good. How are you? How was your weekend? I'm, I'm how was your weekend? It was awesome. Women's conference that I went to in Peoria was absolutely awesome. It was refreshing. I had a great time. Yes, I am actually. My uh, weekend was good, but I'm, I'm actually tired today. Just uh, I spoke yesterday, so. Yeah. It, 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 the Lord used it. Kind of draining. <laughs> <laughs> yes, He did. Yes, He did, and in a very powerful way, it was a experience like no other. Did somebody record it? Uh, yes. I have to get a copy. I have to get a copy of the video, but yes, it was recorded. But um, I will be honest to say that was one of the first times that uh, I used no paper. Because normally I I like to write, you know, I like to write out my scriptures because I don't like flipping back and forth a lot, and right. um, you know, I like to have I like to have my uh, outline most of the time of like my notes because I just don't like to ramble because it's usually you know so sometimes as ministers we could just go on and on and on and on, and I I just don't ever want to be one of those people because I I can remember sitting on the other side of the pulpit like would they be quiet. And um, it was just a different. It was just a different experience. Just to you know, just really have him speak through you. Okay, that's awesome. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the video or listening to it, whatever. That would be awesome. Yes, I'm. Hopefully, I could get a. Uh, I'll be able to get a copy of it. Uh, I should be able to get a copy of it this week. I'm trying to see if they'll put it on a, a CD for me. And uh, from the CD, I can work with it. So you want to get into the topic? Um, Yes, yes, yes. We are doing part two of Generational Curses. Yes, ma'am. I was Um, uh, truly, I was really really blessed. I was really blessed the week before last by the show of the participation that we had. So I'm looking forward to tonight. Yes, yes. I, what I would like to um, 
kind of touch bases on, and I know we're doing part two, so kind of like a follow-up or, you know, feedback of where we are. For our listeners, like, this is not just the you and I conversation. This is everybody conversation. This is things that, you know, we talk about topics that some people don't want to discuss or talk about, but it's definitely a platform for other individuals to be able to speak their minds about it, comment about it, ask questions about it. So I just want to start out by encouraging our listeners um, to, to participate with us, talk to us, you know, push that one so we can bring you into the call and, and, and interact. It makes for the conversation to be so much better than just Miss Tina and I talking to one another and giving our, you know, opinions or giving our research or insight on the topic. So I just want to start the show out by saying we appreciate Everyone that's listening out, welcome to the Soul Cafe. We definitely want to make this show yeah. um, yes, beneficial even, for everyone. Yes, good evening so, to our listeners. Yes, we definitely want to encourage and, uh, everyone to participate. Yes, and before we get started, I was um, from the feedback from the show before, I was asked that we open up with prayer on the you know, that we that we make that a habit of opening up with prayer on the line. So would you like to pray or would you like me to pray? Hello? Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for tonight. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be on the airwaves, oh God. Father, we ask that you set a fire on this line, oh God, that deliverance come forth. Father, that we speak a word that is in season, oh God, for your people, oh God. And Father, we thank you for our listeners. And Father, we ask that they be blessed, oh God, on tonight. Father, we just thank you right now, Lord God. And we bind the work of the enemy right now that he does not infiltrate this line or that he does not cause any technical difficulties, Father, so that we can speak your word, Father, and that it can go forth, Father, and it can do what it is what it is set out to do. Your word does not come back to you void, O oh God. And, Father, we thank you. And we just ask for each person listening, O oh God, Father, that their requests be made known, Father, that you answer issues that are on their hearts, O oh God, and that you just move in a mighty way. And, Father, we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So what you have, what you have for us tonight? Um, you know, I've been thinking, you know, it was, we were talking about generational curses, and we kind of gave some examples of some of the things that we, you know, considered um, generational curses. Um, one of the things that, um, in talking to a, a good friend of mine, when we were discussing the topic, um, we gave some good points and pointers, but we made a, made a suggestion, um, so to speak that when you talk about generational curses, a lot of individuals say, okay, my father did that, or my grandfather did that, or my mother did that, or, you know, my grandmother did that. And even though it's defined, quote, unquote, as a generational curse, they made a point to say sometimes it's a spiritual disconnect. Yeah. Sometimes we, we open ourselves up to some of the things that we may have seen or some of the things that we may have heard because we're disconnected spiritually from God. 
whatever whatever it might be, whatever way it might have went, you know, my my father abused my mother, so I was in an abusive relationship, and I'm just giving that as an example. Um, mm-hmm. When we disconnect ourselves from the power of God, when we disconnect ourselves from the spirit of God, it does leave the gateway open for the demonic curses, so to speak. Um, and, you know, I didn't think about it like that because he talked about incest. He talked about, um, you know, young women that are sexually abused, talked about mental abuse, physical abuse, um, alcohol, drugs, or different things of that nature. But he also pointed out that, and it's something that, you know, my husband mentioned too last week, that sometimes when we don't see an individual conquer those curses or those demonic spirits, it makes it harder to believe that that curse itself can be broken. So if if, if grandmama did it, mama did it, I did it, my daughter is entitled to, you know, is, is doomed to do it or whatever because there has been no example set on how to overcome. And most Tamara, I can't hear you. See, that's that enemy, that's that enemy working. But what she was saying was that a lot of times we don't see people overcoming. And sometimes the overcoming is we get to the point where we realize that I'm the person who has to overcome. It stops with me. And we see a lot of times in families where somebody gets a little further than the next like in, in that's the, why God gives us discernment on who we're supposed to be talking to and connecting with anyway. You can't tell everybody your business. Everybody is not supposed to be subjected to that. But you definitely have to have a, more of a, a person or two. Camera. Uh-huh. Camera. You you have faded out. You have faded out for a second. So I don't know if you oh. got muted for a second. So they stop. Uh, uh, you stop basically about seeing someone conquer the the generational curse. Okay, thank you. I think it's my phone, too, because my bars is kind of going up and down. And I might be in a bad spot of the house, so I apologize. I'll try to move where I normally be so I'll have a, a clear um, connection. But I was speaking of conquering um, the demonic spirit or, or the curse, that we want to call it, um, that, that looms amongst families, um, teenage pregnancy, abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, alcoholism. Um, different things of that nature. Um, prayer is key, but we can't. Sometimes we can't do it by ourselves. Sometimes we have to war with someone else to help us get yes. to where we need to be, so that we're strong enough to fight by ourselves. Because sometimes when you're coming against the situations that you're dealing with, if you're not strong enough, then it, it makes it worse. It makes it worse. It, it makes it harder. It's discouraging. It's frustrating. The the enemy attacks even more because the question is, well, who are you or whatever. So sometimes that we can't have the mindset of, well, I don't want everybody in my business. Or I don't want to tell Sally Sue what's going on. So maybe you can't tell Sally Sue, but maybe you can find someone else that you know is connected to God in a powerful way that can get some prayers through, that can get some conversations through, that can get some request through on your behalf that can plead the blood of Jesus for you, you know, that can intercess. Intercessors are important, you know. It, no, the whole world don't need to know what you're dealing with or what you're going on with, but somebody needs to be in your corner 
to intercess for you, so to prayer, to pray for you, to seek God on your behalf, so that not only are you doing it, which you may or may not be strong enough to, somebody else that's even more stronger than you are, that's even more connected than you are, is able to do the same. So I mentioned this before in previous shows, and I would definitely say it again, especially with dealing with curses and generational curses and demonic spirits and being disconnected from God spiritually. Find you a war, a warring partner. Find you a prayer partner. Find you someone that is completely grounded in the word to help you overcome and conquer some of the things that you're dealing with from one day to the next. I, I agree. I agree with that. But I I also look at um, I'm kind of reminded of um, when I think of generational curses, um, you know, of course, you know that it was some something that happened in the past, and mm-hmm. it was uh, and it was a way of like turning against God, and that caused mm-hmm. that caused this thing to come upon you. But I'm reminded of like um, when you say you normally we don't see people overcome, and that's because most of the time people don't know how. And you can mm-hmm. get as many people you you can get as many people to pray for you as you want to, but in this life you still have to be about doing the work. And I'm really reminded of the story of Isaac in, in Genesis 26 when. He had to dig, you know, he went back and he dug the wells um, that Abraham Abraham had dug, and, and the Philistines filled them up. And he had to dig the wells. And, and we sometimes in our life, we have to dig the wells. We have to find, we have to go to those. We have to go to those hurtful places, and we have to say, like, okay, well, where is this? anger coming from or what is it that I'm feeling? What is that I, that I'm sensing? Like you have to be able to address these issues. And as you address one issue, you got to be willing to move over and dig the next one. And you can't be mm-hmm. afraid of what com- what comes out and what gets exposed. And then as that, you know, like you we were talking about the week, we talked about last, uh, the week before last, we were saying about binding and loosing. Well, it just depends mm-hmm. on what the, it really depends on like what the issue, issue is because like when you're dealing with like rape um there are a lot of people who like rape and molestation the the sexual abuse you know it happened to mama it happened to auntie it was quiet you know nobody said anything about it nobody addressed it but it was it was like that elephant in the room nobody wanted to talk about but when you really dig down into it you know you have to address the shame you have to bind yeah. the shame and, and loose liberty. You have to, you know, you have to really dig down and find out what it is and the things that come up. That's what you have to renounce. You have to say, this doesn't belong to me. And a, mm-hmm. a lot of times we, we look at other, we look at other people to help us when we have to help ourselves. We have to mm-hmm. really be, we have to be, we have to be honest with ourselves. Like, we did have the young lady before say some issues. Uh, she addressed some issues with, like, going back and forth with her mom and her brother. But mm-hmm. the good part of that, uh, the good part of that was that she was bold enough to speak about it. She right. spoke up, and, and and the fact that we, you know, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to silence us about the issues that's going on in our life. He wants to tie our hands, but. We don't have to be tied to those things. Like 
we have to be willing to dig into them and really find out why is it, you know, why is this like this? And we look for people to tell us, but we as as children of God, we are prophetic people, and God talks to us, and he can mm-hmm. speak to us, and he will, he will give us, you know, and he sends the Holy, you know, we, we have to also desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit as well for the guidance, for the comfort, for the, you know, for the freshness and the renewal. And, and a lot of times we're not seeking that because, you you're going and you're hearing the feel good sermons and you're 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 getting the band aids when no, let's talk about this. Let's let's talk about let's talk about what's really going on and all of the areas that you can address in your life, the the real issue behind it is there is a promise on your life. There is a gift in you. God wants to produce fruit in you for you to do his work. He commissioned us to go out and, and heal the sick, cast out devils, and things like that. And the enemy wants to keep us from doing God's work. Amen. And if he tie your if he tie your hands up with shame and guilt and harassment and fear, if he tie you up with all that by the time you figure it out, you you what, 30, 40 years old, and those things that attack us in our mind, we used to cast down every high thing that tries to exalt itself over you, meaning sometimes when that thing gets to whispering to you and messing with you, sometimes you have to hang up the phone. Sometimes you have to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Sometimes you have to say, it is written. You have to put the word on it. You know, there are things that we could do to help ourselves, and sometimes those curses, we actually are born into them. you like, yes. If your mother, if your mother is an alcoholic, like you didn't have anything to do with that. That was going on long before you got here. If domestic violence was an issue in your family, that was something going on long before it was. You were born into that. You have to fig. You as an individual have to figure out a way that, like, you have to figure out a way to break out, and you have to be willing to deal. with you know, you have to be willing to deal with, like, what comes up. Like, as you're digging that well, what came up? What popped up? We have to be we have to be okay with asking the, the difficult questions. You know, sometimes yes. it's okay to sit down and talk to, you know, big mama or, or mama or somebody trying to find out why things are the way you know, that they are and how you can go by, you know, helping or, or, or making them different. You know, sometimes we don't want to talk about the elephant in the room. Sometimes we don't want to discuss how we got where we are, whether it's as a family or whether it's as an individual or whatever the case may be. Difficult questions across the, are difficult. You know, people don't want to ask those questions. Like, well, what happened? You know, what? why is our family cursed with, you know, A, B, C, D, or E? What happened? You know, why wasn't ever it ever addressed? So sometimes you have to be okay with, like you said, exposing it for what it is and talking about it. It's okay to talk about it. And sometimes you might not like what you hear. Sometimes you might not like what you see. But as long as you're okay with asking the question and then being okay with whatever you get from that, because, you know, sometimes – our parents or grandparents, they're embarrassed by their behavior or they're embarrassed embarrassed by, you know, how things have been or how things turned out for them. And 
you know, maybe sometimes they do recognize that their um, sins is affecting their children or their grandchildren or, you know, whatever the, whatever the case may be. So I don't want anybody to think that, well, I might not want to ask that question because it, it might hurt or offend somebody. If it's, if, it's, if it's something that you know you've seen in mama, you've seen in grandmama, or you've seen in daddy or granddaddy, sometimes it's okay to sit down and say, hey, let's talk about this. How did we get here? What, what mm-hmm. happened? Ask those difficult questions. They're going to be hard because, one, nobody likes their own truth. People have a hard time dealing with truth, especially when it comes to exposing who they are as an individual or how they got there. And sometimes it's those difficult questions. It's hard for people. It's hard for people to look at their lives and do a self-assessment. It's hard for people to look at, you know, where they are in life or even how they got to that point in life and address it. But it's okay. It's, it's okay and it, it will be okay as long as you're okay with asking the difficult questions and being able to accept the answers that come with it. And it's not so much accept the answers that come with it. You got to understand that the deeper the well, the digger you dig, yeah. it's going to cost you something. It may, the, you may dig, like you said, you may ask that question, and then that may uncover something. It may unco- And it will uncover a lot of things. It may uncover that somebody's not somebody's mama, somebody's not somebody's daddy, or you know, it's like you gotta understand that sometimes getting down to the to the root of the problem is gonna uncover something, and it's gonna mm-hmm. actually uncover something that like it's it's probably some damaging information, and it may cost you some people like why you you know why you bringing that up, why you dragging that up, or mm-hmm. things have been so, things have been so patched up all along and now it seems like everything is falling down. But the truth is everything is not falling down. It's actually somebody getting some relief. It may it may start with you getting some relief, getting some answers, but somebody wasn't somebody wasn't strong enough to fight. Somebody wasn't strong enough to speak up. Somebody wasn't, you know, somebody got hurt real bad or, you know, Somebody got lied on something, but it's like there is some relief coming. There is some coolness coming that, whew, it's a load off. Because we sometimes we carry, we carry so much on our back. And then after we, after we take that load off, you know, then people can start to, um, people can start to heal. And that's what, um, we have to be willing to do that. And then, um, you know, we people are scared of healing because they, most of the time you're scared of being vulnerable because everybody is not um, – sometimes when you talk to people, there are people who, who will use that information against you. You know, yes. they'll, they'll let you talk. It's like they'll let you talk to them, then they'll turn around and use that information against you. But that's one of the reasons why you have to see God in everything so that he can, you know, most of the time – he not most of the time, all of the time, he'll give he'll give you the answers. But you have to you have to be humble. You you have to come to him in humility, even for healing to take place. You have to acknowledge and say, "Hey, this is something I'm going through. This is something I'm dealing with." And Lord, I need you to help me. And as you tell, as you cry out to him, he will he will start to send people in your path, or he will do he will do the work himself. 
He'll do yep. the work. He'll do the work itself, but he'll also surround you with people that surround you with people that can help you. Because the main thing to generational curses is exposing it and healing from it. And no, you may not have seen people overcome, and that's because again, somebody may not have been strong enough. Maybe you're the one to overcome. That's that's true. That's definitely can definitely go that that way. Um, I I just don't want people to give up. You know, sometimes we get weary, and we and we give up. Oh, this is useless. Oh, this. You know, what's the point? You know, it'll never get anywhere. Or you know, it was okay for mama and daddy, so I'm just it's gonna be okay for me. You know, I, there's no you know then they stop trying or you know they give up and things of that nature. And sometimes it's easier to give up than fight. In, in, a, in a lot of cases, people feel that way. It's easier to give up than fight, you know. So I just want to encourage people that, you know, you're not alone. We all deal with something. We all have something that we're battling with or struggling with or trying to get clarity on or, you know, trying to overcome. Um, there's something in all of our families or something in all of our lives, you know, where we can take a look at it and be like, dang, you know, why did that happen? Or, you know, why am I in this position? Or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I just, you know, don't want people to give up. Don't give up, no matter how hard it is. Um, and I know that's what you said in those cases. Absolutely. We have a uh, we have a caller uh, caller four seven zero six. Okay, great. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I am enjoying your show. I'm I'm walking in and out of the room, but I did hear something about generational curses, and I wanted to say this. Uh, I do totally agree with that because the Bible speaks about it. But, you know, a lot of times we use choices as generational curses. Uh, mm-hmm. I can remember as a little girl when my father used to drink, and he would drink every other day. And by me watching him, I said to myself, if this is affecting him and caused him to do the things that he's doing, I'm mm-hmm. not going mm-hmm. to drink. You know, some things you Absolutely. look at. I'm not saying everybody's that strong, but I'm saying that I was that one because I saw how alcohol affected him. So I said, Mm -hmm. I would not be that young lady that drinking, laying out in the street and doing, you know, whatever the case may be. But I think a Mm -hmm. lot of times people don't speak about what they're going through and dealing with because of that one word, judgment. Now, we will Mm -hmm. listen to what do we afterwards? Do we try to support that person or do we judge that person? A lot of Absolutely. times people wear mad. They don't let you see the real person because they feel that they will be judged. Ooh, amen. So my, my thing is we have to have a good approach when we're approaching someone and trying to help them, and they're not going to tell you everything until you win them over. Because mm-hmm. I counsel young ones every day. It's like every day I'm hearing something different in their lives, and that's because they're feeling comfortable with me to counsel them. So a lot of mm-hmm. times we have to really win that person over to feel comfortable for them to say whatever they need to release within. So, I, you know, my I thing is it, it, it's very good, but I hear a lot of people uh, say that I'm doing this because my mother did it or my father, and a lot of times I do. I try not to be hard-nosed, but I say that's a choice because you do have a choice in life. Even if you see this particular thing taking over you and you don't really want it, then you have that choice to try to get out of it before it overtakes you. 
but you have to want Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you. All righty. I, I'm so enjoying much. the show. I'm trying to stay woke and listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but All I pray right. you strong. I tell you to give out this good feedback. Uh, so it would make others strong upon listening to you all. So have a blessed night. Amen. Thank, Thank you, Mother Faith. Bye-bye. I pre- that was my mother-in-law. I, pre- I, pre- I appreciate that because that's that's exactly one of the things I was saying uh, about, um, like, you tell, people, you tell people stuff and then they'll, they, they, they use the information against you or they don't, you know, they – Pass judgment on you, but even with the even with the choices, some people, some like you said, Tamara, it's, it, there are going to just be some people that's not willing to fight. Right, it's just easy, you know. It, it's just it's just it's just easy. It's it's just e- it's just easy to just walk that. It's just easy to walk that fine line. Because I, I do know in my own life there are some things that I just don't do. Um, it, alcoholism is a, a thing in my family as well. And I'm definitely not a big drinker. And if you do pour me a glass, it's going to sit there. And that's because I've actually seen it to the point of, like, someone got a gallon in their hand and they walk into their car and they're going to go home. This is a regular thing. And, you know, you, you see people get so drunk that they urinate on themselves. And you and they standing there and don't they don't know what's going on. And I knew that that was something that, like, I, I don't want that to be a part of my life at all. Not at all. Well, that, that's just like your mother-in-law said. It's, it's choices. It's all about choice. You know, yeah, there are things that that are not ours that comes from our forefathers. But, again, God does give us free will and choices. So, you know, you have the choice to overcome it. You have the choice to, you know, try to do better. But then that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, being Mm -hmm. mindful of who you connect with, you know, having a certain level of discern for some. Sometimes people can't fight by themselves and they need that help. Yes, we all should be able to help ourselves to a certain extent. But sometimes mm-hmm. it, it, it's a matter of, you know, I'm more comfortable with doing things this way or I just don't have the energy, you know, to do it this way. You do sometimes need that other individual, you know, like Emma said, she counsels young women and now she gets more and more insight of their lives because they're comfortable with her. And because she's grounded, you know, she can give that solid and sound advice and encouragement to make them want to go another day, fight just one more time or push. So sometimes we do need um, someone laboring with and for us when it comes to fighting the things of our past or the things of our, you know, forefathers is is critical. Yes, and one and one thing I know about like even being being a person and call a four eight oh nine, I'm coming to you in just a second. One thing I also know about even being in like in the counseling area, even as a counselor, you cannot you have you have to be relatable. You can't mm-hmm. come off like you can't come off like you're the expert. You still right. you know, you 
you in a way you are the expert, but you're the one kind of in charge of that situation to lead that person right. And they want to talk to someone who seems like they understand. They don't want mm-hmm. to like in the, be pinned against the wall like you have to do this, you have to do that, or you know, and and you know it's it's like you have to you have to. You have to guide them, and most of the time in winning, and as she was talking about winning people over, a lot of times in winning people over, you have you have to be you have to show compassion because if you're like mm-hmm. a hard nose and you're solid, you they're not going to talk to you. They're not going to talk. They're not going to talk to you at all. Um, can we take caller four eight zero nine, please? Okay. Hello. Hey, hello. Sister, how you doing? I'm all right. How you doing? Just Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Uh, I just want to start off to say uh, I give God all the praises and glory that I am here today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could have been gone other day, you know, and I have not, you know, really told nobody, you know, um, what happened and um the other day I was going through some stuff and I went out <clears throat> and had a couple drinks and as on my way home I had a a bad accident and a car hit me but it wasn't my fault but still God spared my life and I ran into an iron fence and um God just spared my life. I went, they rushed me to Christ Hospital, and they called me yesterday. I got home yesterday, and they just told me everything is fine, nothing broken, nothing. God spared my life. I went to look at my car today, and it is total. It's like I went through the iron gate, you know, with like three big poles, and the armor of God, the, the angels, you know, they had me so strong because, it bent the side of the car, the driver and the passenger, the side where the light sat, and the the bars went straight through that way. It didn't come through the middle. And I just thank God, you know, um, even though I had some alcohol in my system, I wasn't blasted or nothing. It was just a point, you know, I could have got a DUI. I could have went to jail. But the battle power of God, God got a plan over my life, and it was so strong. God kept me. He spared my life. It wasn't time for me to leave, and I came out of this situation with nothing wrong with me, no bruises, no scratches, nothing, and I just thank God for that. You know, God just opened up my eyes to a lot of things. You know, he just showed me some things, and I was like, I couldn't do nothing but just thank him and praise him because Forget the car. I could get another car, but I got my life. And you just showed me. Amen. Well, I thank, I, I, thank God. I thank God that you are okay. And I just want to pray for you. And just, Lord, thank you for Lisa right now, Lord God, that she 
opened up her heart, Father, to give a testimony of how that you are a keeper. And, Father, we ask that you continue to keep her, Father. And as you have opened up her eyes, oh, God, Father, just continue to give her revelation after revelation, oh, God, of what it is of the, the path that you have her to walk on, oh, God. And just keep her in all her ways, oh, God. Father, she may plan her way, Lord God, but you establish her steps, Father. And we thank you right now, Father, for the word of her testimony that somebody on the line may may know that that he does that you do send your angels to keep charge and watch over us, oh God. And we just thank you. And Father, we just we just lose supernatural finance in her life, oh God. And Father, we lose healing in her life, oh God, for her to accomplish the things that she needs to accomplish. And Father, what was lost, Father, that it be restored and we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Prayers for you, Ms. Lisa. Things will be okay. Like you said, he spared your life. He opened your eyes to some things. So it'll be it, greater is coming. Greater is coming. Absolutely. I, I... Yes, hello? Yeah. Yes. Are I, just, I just. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Yeah, I can. yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, I, I just thank God for His unfailing love. Like I was just like, oh my God, no matter in spite of what I've had done or did, He covered. He had His angels so strong on me, and I, I was just like crying. Like thank you, God, because this could have been my life, Lord. He just showed up and showed out, and He was just showing me some things, and I was just like, wow. And I, and I think I seen some angels, and I'm just like, wow, oh my God, this. My life just flashed before my eyes, and I was just like, thank you, God, you know, and it was just amazing, and I was just, thank you, Lord, and, you know, I got a call yesterday. Um, Everybody was checking on me, everybody, you know, and and I felt the love, and a friend from California, she called and prayed for me and told me, God told her to call me, and um, she called me and prayed with me and everything, and she was just like, you know, God had you, and he has a plan for you, so you have to walk with him like never because he's got to do something in your life. And mm-hmm. it wasn't time to go. And then I got a call from a family member, somebody close to me, you know, and they were talking crazy. And, and I just didn't want to hit it right right then and there because I just hung up on him because I know what God doing. It, it, I don't want to hear nothing negative right now because I was just in total shock, you know, and I'm just like, I just thank God for his favor. And I, I just, man, well, I amen. just thank God. Well, amen. And see, that's, uh, you know, that's that's what that's what we just, that's, that's something that we just said. We just said sometimes when that, when that negativity come back on us, sometimes it's, we have to make a choice to, Hang up the phone, you know. Hang up the hang up the phone. Hang up the phone, or walk away from that situation. And those are one of the that that's definitely something that we we have as believers. We have to be willing to. We have to be willing to do. We have to make. We may have to maintain our. We have to maintain our deliverance. And um, I'm gonna share this uh, like right now. Um, I'm actually um, taking a class where we are doing deliverance. Uh, we are learning deliver. We are learning the foundations of deliverance, and in the process of learning, 
we are going through deliverance. And I believe that um, a lot of times people don't even know that they need deliverance because it's, um, you know, like you said, you're just born into it. Some things you're just born into. Like I know one thing with me, I said before that uh, the talking crazy and the getting angry and the being mad and um, the fighting, you know, just, just having that, that temper, you know, is a point. I'm at a point in my life where I don't want that anymore. Like, Lord, do something with that. And I was, I'm very humble when it comes to it. Where I, you know, I acknowledge my flaws. So just being able to actually go through deliverance is an awesome thing. And a lot of people are afraid of it because, again, they may be ashamed of what comes up and comes out because when you go through deliverance, a lot of things get exposed. And people, sometimes when you're when you're standing in that line or you're sitting on that pew and they call out that thing and you may, it may manifest to leave, you may think that it's you. But sometimes if they're delivering you from those things that are attached to you, it could be something that your mom did, your grandma did, or anybody, but it's something that's attached to you that needs to come out. It needs to, you know, when they when they say cast out that devil, it needs to come out. And right now I'm, I'm just a strong believer in the fact that I believe that God is delivering his people. And that's one of the things when you deal with generational curses and you you decide you make that choice to be the one, you you have to be willing to go through deliverance. And and the the deeper your struggle is with your with your family, or the deeper the the darkness is, that's how holy you have to be. And you have to you know that's how that's how that's how deep you have to be in God, and you have to maintain it. You have to maintain it. You have to like we we constantly talking about you have to be willing to pray you have to be willing to call it out you have to be willing to bind and lose and a lot of and a lot of people just don't know how to do that because we are getting uh we're getting a lot of the what is that word of faith we're getting a lot of that feel good stuff when we need to be getting the real deal stuff hmm uh, Miss Cindy, you still there? Okay, okay. That's my phone. But I lost you. I I agree with you. You know, I again, I I just want to encourage and continue to encourage individuals that you know be true to yourself and know who you are. Um, and then those for that that are unsure, um, God is is the creator of all things and definitely can fix and help. You get through all things as long as you know that you need him. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he, he most definitely will see you through if you're seeking him. And if you're not strong enough, I, I again, I'll go back to encourage you. Find someone. Um, pray about it. Ask God to reveal somebody to you. I don't know. But I definitely am an advocate on, you know, having a prayer partner, having somebody to war with in those times where you Absolutely. are vulnerable and, and not sure you know, what to do or how to go about doing it. You have somebody else that's seasoned in the word or grounded in the word that can help, you know, get your prayer through, plead the blood, intercess for you, because intercessors are, are real. And, and, you know, oh, from, and a lot of times they help you get through the pains and the struggles of what you're dealing with. So, you know, I encourage everyone, just just be honest about where you are, 
expose it, talk about it, you know, discuss it with the family, you know, and, and then you collectively, you know, make a decision to connect with God and, 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 and work it out and, and pray about it and scream about it, cry about it, whatever needs to be done. But, you know, definitely don't give up. And, you know, I know it's easy sometimes to say that or whatever. People want to throw in a towel. The, the, the suicide demon is real. The, you know, the, the loneliness, depression, yeah. all of that stuff exists. We have another caller also, uh, 9546. Okay. Hello? Hey, how y'all doing this evening? All right, how you doing? I was doing wonderful. Just blessed and highly favored. Uh, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I, I can hear you. Okay, check this out. This is what I'm saying. Like, I was listening. I've been listening for a little bit about just generational curses and the things that people are dealing with. Well, we have to understand as a people, man, we have we have a power that we we we're not able we haven't fully understand the grasp of how to tap into. And I think a lot of times Absolutely. we're just dealing with dealing with generational curses. It, it, it only becomes a curse when you when you fall victim to it, you know. Um, because anything that you that you're cursed with, there's always a a, a redemption point, you know. And mm-hmm. and just and just being spiritual with it, if God said that He created us in the image of Him, then don't you think that don't you think that the authority and the power in which He possesses for us. We can't speak those type of things in and out of our life, but the key is is that we have to want to, though. And I think a lot of the issue is is when folks are dealing with different issues that they're battling with, they don't realize the amount of power that they have so they can speak things that, that are in and out of their life. If you're constantly telling yourself that, oh, well, man, my mama did it, my mom, what is that, mama may have, daddy may have, you know, Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, though, God blesses the, the child that has his own. So if you have your own mind and your own power and your own will, and you, put, and you tap into your own will to want to be different, to want to break Absolutely. free from that, you have power beyond the, beyond, you have the power of heaven and earth to move whatever it is in and out of your life. And I think that I just want to, you know, whatever somebody's going through, you know, a lot of times we have to, we as believers that are stronger, have to be able to encourage mm-hmm. those to, to recognize the power that's within. Because a lot of times yeah. we sit on that power. We dwell on that, that, that power and not really not really declare it and decree it. He said, uh, said, life and death is uh, power to turn. So, the tongue has a so whatever you speak into the world, whatever you speak mm-hmm. into your life, you have the power to overcome that. So if you say I'm going to overcome this, I'm going to be done with this, or this is something that's not going to succumb me as the uh, as the lady that said before. If you don't speak into it, speak that out your life, or you constantly telling yourself this is what it is, then then this is mm-hmm. what then you speak that into yourself into your existence. So what I'm what I just call just is to say just a little bit of just to be encouraged that no matter what it is that 
who's ever listening, no matter it is what you're going through, no matter what it is that you're fighting and facing, you have the power to walk that out your life with just with just the utterance of a few words. But then you have to believe that, that it's going to happen. You know, and I, and I just want to just encourage you all with that for tonight. That's all. They want too much. But thank you. Thank you, Ms. Bade. I, um, I, <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. And uh, I, I agree with uh, just with the believer, uh, with, the, with the more seasoned saints. But one thing that we are, uh, I do find with a lot of the seasoned saints who have, who know how to tap into that power, I think we have it misconstrued because some of them like they they like hold on to it because it it makes them seem more you know it, it makes makes them seem like a little more powerful or they they come off like they are more than what they are when they they need to understand that freely we get so freely we give and like you said the intercessors one thing about being an intercessor is that uh, you go to God and you're praying, but a lot of times in intercession, you go, we also go to God and ask him, what do you want me to pray? And you'll find yourself mm-hmm. just praying, and, and you know, if you find yourself just praying and then a flow a flow will come, and you praying for all kinds of stuff, and you like, where did that come from? And sometimes in praying for other people, uh, we pray a lot of intercessors pray a lot in secret, but when you pray for other people, you can't be afraid to talk to them and tell them what you see. And 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 it's the way you said you have to be compassionate, you have to be um, you have to be loving, you have to be saved and spirit filled to uh, as my mother in law say, win them over. Like you have you yourself have to possess that to win them over. But then at the same time, you have to tell them. And most people don't even know that they're struggling with something because we we do get judgmental where we'll see, oh, they, they act like this, I'm not gonna talk to them. Well you should mm-hmm. talk to them. You should you know, you we you as an individual sometimes you just know this is how I am. And nobody has ever corrected you or told or told you like, Hey, this is what you project. This is what I see when I see you. But then at the same time, you have to be careful because you have to respect who people are. Like Mm -hmm. one thing I know about, like one thing I know about myself is that I've never really been a big smiley face person. And so a lot of people will just assume that I'm mean, but it's not that I'm mean. It's just, I've never been a really smiley face person. Like I have to be comfortable. I actually have to, I'm a slow to warm up person, so I have to be comfortable around you because most people that do know me, they know I'm just like really, really silly and really silly and I'm really fun, but I'm very cautious. I'm very cautious of people that I'm around, especially if you have like already rubbed me the wrong way. You may not see, you probably won't ever get to see that other side of me because I'm going to be very cautious around you. And so we also, as believers, as believers, we also have to be careful of what we project onto other people because they won't ever, they really won't, you know, they won't ever come to us for that intercession or for that connection if we are projecting the wrong things out. That's the truth right there. 
said people, they, what they see, not what they hear. And the yeah, and the thing, and and you know, yes, you don't you don't give energy. You they say you know unless it overtake you. Sometimes it's already overtaking you because you actually wouldn't be in a position that you're in if something wasn't an obstacle in your life or something that you were dealing with. And what he said, you have to want to be different. You have to use your own mind, your own will, and tap in. And one and really one way to ta- one way to tap in is really just crying out to God yourself. Mhm. Because he is, you know, he is a, you know, what I'm saying he is a God. He is a God that hears. Like it, you know, you may think you're talking into thin air, but call out to him. You will have an encounter. You really will. I've had, I don't know how many, but he, you'll have an encounter. And they got to be willing to have it, though. So like you stated before, definitely got to be willing to, to seek it, seek him and, and open up to what yeah. it is that God is trying to give them and show them to help them overcome whatever it is that they're dealing with at that moment. I know that there is. Uh, I think that there should be there should be more teaching on uh, spirit, the the different uh, different spirits, and uh, or they say spirits, demons. There should be a little more teaching on that. So you, you know, when they say you have to bind the strongman, you have to know what you're calling out. You know, you have to call it out. It needs to be a little more teaching on that, like. Um, and people have to be, it needs to be a little more teaching, but we also have to be willing to do a little more reading and really getting it. You know, we only get stronger by knowing more of the Word of God. Um, and I know mm. that it was a lot. I, I actually learned a, I learned a lot um, going through prophetic training and, okay. and, and just really kind of how, how to... How to use my how to use my gift appropriately because having the ability to see and having the ability you know the ability to speak you know you could you could get off on witchcraft real fast and a lot of people want quick fast answers so they they'll use some different sources and I I never wanted to do that so I I, I made sure to go to get training to see how uh, God wanted God wanted it to be how how to use it His way how to really tap into that. And it needs to be, again, more teaching on spirits, but people really need to understand what gift lies in them. And that and that is really where the generational curses play a big part because if you can never discover that special thing about you, it will always be blocked. It will always be blocked. Because something is trying to block, that thing is trying to block you. That issue like poverty and things like that thing is trying to block you for from the the real work that you have to do in your life, not the nine to five that you go to. The real work you have, you know, the real work you have to do in your life because anything you anything you do is like your ministry. When you go to work and and you speak to the customers, you take their money, or you you go you help children and things like that. That is that it, that is a part of service, but. You know there is there is something special about each person, and you have to unlock it. You have to unlock it. It either has to be revealed to you through the prophets, or it's it's revealed to you by God Himself. 
And most of the time, God probably have already showed you that special thing about you, and you just don't understand how to use it. Okay, okay, solid. Solid and sound advice. Solid, definitely solid and sound. And you're touching my spirit on, you know, there's a few things that I need to lay before the Lord and, you know, cry out about and ask for um, understanding and um, blessings, you know, just, just trying to get clarity. So I definitely agree with you 100% mm-hmm. on that. Um, feeling good about everything, feeling good about the topic and, and healing, you know, getting some people some, some help and how to go about yeah. um, tapping into that help. Because we are needed and a lot yeah. of times we scared to ask for it. So, you know, hopefully this will, this will bless someone's spirit and give them the courage, you know, to step up and speak out and say no more will I be bound, you know, by this particular situation or person or whatever it might be. Yes, because we we could get tired. He he could tie us up so quick, and and he, the first place he gets you is in your mind. And as um as they were saying, like you have to you have to be willing to speak it. And that was one of the things I was learning. Like I kept saying, like I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I am this, I am that. You know, you have to say, I am not that, or you have to speak. You have to speak God's word over your life like, I am well, I am whole, I am blessed, I am rich. And you have to also confess, you know, I learned a lot um, in intercession um, when we did Bible study um, on intercession. I learned a lot about um, praying and really speaking the scriptures. And you can't really, if you don't read, if you don't read the word, you you won't you won't be able to do a lot of confessing. So whatever like whatever the situation is in your life, you know you have to use you have to use your Bible to find the scriptures that apply to the situation, like uh, poverty, um, what is it, uh, perversion, lust, all of it. You have to find the scriptures about being pure and being holy, being righteous, being wealthy, um, being beautiful. You have to find those you have to find the scriptures that apply to your situation and you have to speak them until it comes to pass and not just speak them, you have to believe it when you speak it. And that's that is one of the main things that I feel helps us break free from general generational curses is that we believe what we're asking for. When we ask God to do something that we believe when we ask, and they say when you believe when you ask, you, you shall receive. And, right. and definitely you got to want to be healed because you can, people could pray for I'm going to tell you, people could pray for you all day, but if you don't want to let that thing go or if that thing don't want to let you go and you're not strong enough to fight, you're going to keep going through it over and over and over again. Okay. And you're going to keep, and you're going to keep, you're going to keep getting tested. The testing don't, the testing don't stop. It don't, it don't, it don't stop. You don't ever reach a point where you just, I'm 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 fine. I'm better. Like you, you know, the Bible tells us to be teachable. So you have to you have to be always be willing to learn. You always have to be willing to learn. Okay. Sound sound advice. Sound advice. Can you ever call this? I got any input. Any input? Let me check. Let me see. 
uh, let me see. Um, I don't know if four eight. I don't know if four eight oh nine still have something to say. Let me check. Okay, there. And I'm checking this. Okay. Well, no, we don't have, we don't, um, we don't really have, any, we don't really have any more, we don't really have any more questions right now, but um, I know that uh, we we are doing something in our church right now with uh, declarations, where we are we're declaring, we're declaring and decreeing, and you know the word says if you do decree a thing, it shall be established, and I think that that is a very powerful tool, and it has been, um, it has been working. In my life, uh, in the morning, just getting up and making declarations like um, when my when my children, when they leave the house, I, I make the declarations over my house, over my life, over my finances, over my marriage, over my ministry. I, I make declarations over it. And I think that's that thing about that life and death in your tongue. Like, what are you speak? What are you speaking over your life, or what? What are you speaking into your life? Amen. And that's what I was talking about earlier about leaving yourself vulnerable in the portal. You know, leaving yourself open for them to come on in and, and attack and change things. And, you know, make things worse. Have you doubting yourself, self-esteem, things of that nature? So yes, I I agree definitely. Got to be careful what you what you're bringing to the spirit. Definitely got to reach out, understand, and talk. Um, we're gonna bless somebody, help somebody today. And somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody <laughs> that know they're struggling with some things. You know, we're here to to, to have again those um, discuss those topics that's the elephant in the room that nobody wants to address. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of it's a it's definitely a lot of things that's um not being addressed and in and um secrets secrets hurt people. Secrets secrets really really hurt people. And then when you you know because I say they hurt people because you don't it, it kind of always uh, what they say you you never know where you're standing with a liar. Because they, you know, they're not telling the truth anyway, and so you just have all these secrets, and you're it's like you're trying to figure it out. You go right, it don't work. You go left, it don't work. You go up, it don't work. You go down, it don't work, and you're just really, really trying to find out that thing. So you have to, you yourself have to be afraid to just break free. Like you know what, I'm gonna go my way. I'm going to go my way. I'm going to learn what I'm supposed to learn. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to follow the path that I'm supposed to follow. And that in itself is overcoming. Because you could yeah, continue to stay. Huh? Okay, amen. Yeah, because you could continue to stay in a situation and try to make somebody like you or keep trying to make something work or keep trying to figure something out. And if they don't want you to figure it out, you're not going to figure it out. So you have to, at some point, just reach a point in your life and just say, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to move on. You know, this may have been going on in Mama's house, but I don't do that. Because, like, even with my children, I, I'm not as heavy-handed on the – I'm not as heavy-handed on the discipline 
as I went through because it was, you know, sometimes it was just a little too harsh, but it's some things mm-hmm. that I'm doing. It's some things that I decided to do in my own life that to make things easier for me where I can handle it so it's not so stressful. And then there are also, like my mother-in-law said, there are choices yes. that people make. There are choices that you make that change outcomes also. You know, it, it changed the outcome as well. And you have to be willing to, you know, people have to be willing to deal with their choices. Like, if it means, sometimes it means you have to separate from a person. It means you have to separate from a church. It means you might have to separate from a situation for your healing, for your for your stability in your mind. Sometimes you have to separate from people because of the choices that they continue to make. And that, and and. Sometimes that's why we we are bound is because we are sometimes we are afraid to make the choice that mama didn't make, or daddy didn't make, or grandma didn't make, or granddad didn't, or great 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 down the line somebody decided not to make a choice, or a choice was made for them, but you you know at some point in your life you have to be willing to say enough is enough. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I'll take. You know, it's like that's it. I've taken all I'm gonna take, and I'm and I'm coming out this thing. I'm either coming at you coming out with me, and we gonna be right, or I'm coming out and I'm leaving you behind. And, and I that, think and, that's and, the choice. I think that's the choice. A lot of people are scared to make. They are scared yes, to make that any, choice that mama and daddy didn't make. They're scared to make that choice that might leave them standing alone. Um, in a situation, it's going to, yes, it's going, it's going to. When you start to dig the well for your freedom, for your for your health, for your happiness, it is going to cost you because what makes you happy may not make somebody else happy. But who's more important, you or that other person? I just because think that what, I think it's important to confess what you feel is rightfully yours. Um, Absolutely. Verbal confession. Yes. You know, if if peace is what you want, confess it. Speak it out loud. Talk talk to God about it. I think it helps us realize that we need to be set free. Um, And, you know, put a notice to the enemy that, hey, you you know, you've got to be evicted and you're no longer welcome. Here, confess the things that you are, um, that you feel is yours, your peace of mind, your happiness, you know, your your finances, your your children, you know, whatever the case may be. Plead the blood of Jesus over it and confess what's rightfully yours. You know, I think it's there's power in verbally confessing what's yours, um, and then seeking God in the process. You know, I, I think that is extremely key. Um, to breaking chains, to breaking curses, to breaking bad decisions. <laughs> you know, I, I think that is definitely, hey, whatever it is in your heart that you desire, um, talk to God about it, confess it to, to the Lord, and then move forward, you know, and in, in, in getting it what it is that you feel like is owed to you. And I, I do want to say this, too, and, um, you know, it was talking about winning people over. You don't win 
you know, you can win people over, but you don't have to sell out, totally, completely sell out so they can control you to win them over. You know, you be compassionate. You put forth, you put forth effort. When it's just like a one-sided effort, you're not mm-hmm. going to win anything. You're not going to win anything because a person after a while give up trying to give up trying to talk to you. Uh, they give up trying to talk to you or even give up trying to deal with you because it's difficult. And making any type of choice or, you know, especially when you go against the grain, it's difficult. It's difficult. And after so long you you know if it don't if it don't seem if it don't seem like it's going anywhere when that person decides to back off of you, accept it. Just accept it. Mm-hmm. The things like the things the things that, that cost like it may cost you a person. Accept that maybe it was too difficult to deal with me. Maybe it was maybe maybe I maybe I didn't do everything that I could have done. And and we and did I present did I present myself correctly? And a lot of times we um like you said, when you go back and you have to ask those questions and and it's like you open up that can of worms, some people think you don't have a right to talk to them about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people don't, you know, they like, well, who who, who are you that you're going to come ask this question? And it's like, well, it affects me. That's why I'm asking the question. And you fear, you can't be afraid. You You can't be afraid and you can't even, you definitely don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to stand alone because the truth is you're really not alone. It's on, it's, it is so many people that have dealt with um, divorce, um, abusive marriages, uh, child abuse, rape, um, you know, losing, you know, uh, being barren, losing children. Like, it is so many people. That is like we want to make it uh, so small and in our little circle that that's just us. It's not just us. It's so many people that deal with that, and it's so many people that have broken free and have gotten healing from them different situations. And mm-hmm. we have to be, we have to be open to being healed. You have to be open to being healed from that thing that hurts you or holds you holds you captive. I agree. I I will go even a step further and say we have to be open to change. We have to be open to the change that's going that's to it. come with being open for healing. Because if I'm if I'm pleading for God to to take some things out of my life or fix some things, there's got to be change to come with that. So with change, we got to be willing to open up to the change. We got to accept what the change is and, and go embrace the change. Because if God is purging us, we're not going to be the same creature anyway. If God is taking things out of our lives or fixing things in our lives or, you know, breaking chains in our lives, then we're going to be different people. We're not going to be the same individual we were prior to him taking the hold of the situation. And if we are the same, then something's wrong. Now that's now that's true. And that that C that C word, people don't like change. Mm-mm. Because I mean you know what I mean you have to 
I mean, you have to make adjustments because I know I'm a uh, I'm a person I like routine, and when you kind of throw it off, uh, when you when you throw it off, that that upsets me because I've I've been so for a long time I've been setting my I've been setting my ways, but as I'm coming out of things, you know, as I'm I'm coming out of some things and getting some new understanding, like it's okay to be spontaneous, but at the same time. Don't do it, you know, don't be last minute, especially when it requires a lot. You know, like, it's okay to make some changes, but don't do too, you know, like, don't don't do too much. But at the same time, that, go, that goes with being able to accept and adapt to change. Yes. And, and, and when, you, when you adapt to change, one thing in change is respect. You have to re- you have to be able to respect other people, their boundaries, what they like, what they don't like. Respect their strengths and respect their weaknesses, because everybody is a everybody is a work in progress. Everybody is a work mm-hmm. in progress, and I think that as long as as long as we are willing to. Because you won't see any changes with anything, anybody, any type of situation until you start making some changes in yourself. You have to be the change you want to see. If you want more peace, you have to start being peaceful. If you want respect, you have to start being more respectful. If you want to be happy, you have to start being happy. It's like you, you you have to start it. If you don't start it, you can't expect things to come to you that way. Mm-hmm. So I I pretty much challenge anybody that's listening that um if it's some things that that um that you have in your life like do what it do what it takes to change it you start it you know most of the time we think somebody owe us something like you owe me apology some you probably some apologies you're not gonna ever get pride is pride is a that is a uh, that is a nice little demon right there. If some apologies you're not gonna get, some respect you're not gonna get, and they, and the people don't even have a reason. It's just that's 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 just how they are, and that's okay. But you still be respectful. You still be courteous. You 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 start it. You start praying. You start praying. You start praising. You start worshiping. You start it. And I believe it'll catch on like wildfire because they'll start to see the changes that's going on in your life or the changes that's mm-hmm. going on with you that they won't be able to come at you with the same things anymore. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> but it definitely it definitely requires change though because you can't say one thing. You can't say you know I'm saved or I follow God and your life don't mirror it in some kind of way. Straight from a fashion, you can't say, "Oh, I want to break this curse," or "I don't want you know God to do A B D A B C D E." And it requires a change, and you're not willing to embrace the change. Change is going to be very uncomfortable, but it's meant to be uncomfortable. Um, he's purging. So in, whether it's a generational curse, you know, whether it's daily sin, you know, whatever it might be that you are calling upon the Lord for, please believe that change is going to come. Um, with that, with there, there's a tick, you know, a price to be paid 
and change is going to be what you're going to be paying, and you got to be willing to change. You got to be willing to go the full. You can't take, you know, shortcuts. It can't be okay. I'm gonna do this this way, and that that way. You have to be willing to embrace. God and the change that he is going to inflict on your life when you're walking with him and he's seeking and you're seeking him in the things that you're trying to be released from. Yes, and I definitely would say in, in being released from some things during the process of deliverance, you don't get a, you know, you get a choice of what you can hold on to, but you kind of really don't get a choice. Mm-hmm. It gets exposed. Oh, it gets exposed. It gets exposed, and you have to be willing, you know, if you really want to be free from something and you really want, you know, you want that, that wave of abundance to come over because, you know, we were talking about digging wells, and if you want that wave of abundance and freedom to come over your life, you have to, you, you have to free your, you really have to free yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. And sometimes it's hard to be honest with ourselves because we want to see ourselves how we see ourselves, but... We have to see ourselves how God sees us. He sees us as fearfully, wonderfully made. He see He wants us to be filled with His Spirit. He wants to be the head of our life for us not to have anything before Him that's keeping us separated from Him. So you have to be honest with yourself and and say, "Look, hey, I got an anger problem. I may not find. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might not manage my finances very well, or you know." Hey, I'm mental ill. I think I I know I hear voices. I I hear about seventeen voices, and they all tell me to do something all totally different. Like you have to be honest with yourself and just say I have a problem, and I want it addressed. And not only just go to God with it. If you need professional help, you you have to be willing to seek professional help. A life coach, a spiritual coach. Uh, a psychiatrist. Uh, actually, go go to the doctor. Stop sitting there hurting or knowing that you have a problem and you're not addressing it like some you that's why all these different people are here to help. You have to be willing you yourself have to be willing to go and seek help. Get some help for what's going on in your life. And there's nothing wrong with seeing a counselor. There is nothing wrong with um it's nothing wrong with going to church. There's nothing like I say, there's nothing wrong with seeing a counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist. And there's nothing wrong with getting a life coach because Everybody is not going to have somebody that they can go to. Everybody don't want to go to church. Everybody don't want to. Everybody don't want to hear all that. Every it's everybody got a path that they have to walk. And trust me, it's somebody in each path that can help you. Because yes, in the Soul Cafe, yes, we are kingdom building. We are uh, we are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. But everybody don't want to hear that. But no, at the end of the day, you have so many. You have so many health, health and health professions that whatever whatever area in your life that you need you need some help, seek it. It don't matter what somebody else say. It don't matter what they think. Get the help that you need so you can get where you need to be in your life. Okay, I I agree. I agree. That's good. Good sound advice. You know, we're all here together, so um, definitely encouraging everyone to, to hold on and um, <laughs> pray and 
and fast if you need to fast or talk to a friend or cry or, you know, but, but definitely seek God. You're not alone in the situation. And don't allow yourself to get so far gone with whatever it is that you're fighting or dealing with that it's hard to come back. You know, trust God, trust the people that you say you love, that say they love you, and that's in your corner, and, and get to that happy place because peace and peace of mind and happiness is, is so important. It's, it's key to having a productive life. You can't be productive and, and watch things move in your life depressed and sad, you know, and, and uncomfortable all the time. You know, find, find a way, no matter how long it takes you, find a way to get that peace that you're continuously happy with a smile on your face. Yes, and as we as we get ready to close the uh, the Soul Cafe uh, talent, do you have any closing words or uh, any last words? Um, I don't know. I just don't want to sound like a broken record. I I just I want everybody to remember that we all have issues. We all have something that we are battling with, choices we made, choices our parents made, choices our grandparents made, that eventually one day choices our children just might make. Um, Break the silence. Break the silence and talk about it. Open up and and talk about it. Um, No matter how hard it may be, no matter what kind of wounds it might open, the only way they're going to heal is from the inside out. So you definitely have to be open to the healing process, the changing process, allowing God to purge you while in that situation, getting yourself out of removing whatever it might be that's connecting you to your forefathers, whether it be your father, your grandfather, mother, grandmother, sister, brother, cousin, it doesn't matter. Break the silence and let's get the forms of communication open, um, prayer lines open, encouragement open. Um, let's have one another's back and support, and, and the, let's not lock, look down on people who have issues or who might have one or two more issues than you do, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we should be as a big whole family in it together, and if your sister or brother is down, then you know, you lift your sister or your brother up because uh, one day it could be you. One day it probably was you. Um, so let's break the silence. Let's let's stay encouraged. Let's motivate. Um, man, let's get back to the basics of just truly loving God and truly reading his word and following it to the best of our abilities. And my closing words is that <clears throat> healing is the children's bread. So it is for us, mm-hmm. and he knows, God knows exactly what we need before we ask him. So when we go to him, be be mindful to always go to him, thanking him and, and praising him and giving him all the glory and all the honor. And that uh, when it comes to generational curses, be the, be the one that wants to dare to be different and stay on the path of, discovering what God's purpose for your life is, unlock your gifts, make sure that you're bearing good fruit and how and treat other people the way that you want to be treated and, and know that he sees, he hears, he knows, and that 
again, there is promise on the other side of the struggle. And I thank you all for joining the Soul Cafe. You all be blessed, and we'll tune in next Monday. Good evening. Thank you. Have a good evening. Be blessed. All right. Good night. Good night. You've been going through hard times, you just don't understand.